The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest, William Mara's Group CIO at Grow Investment, joining us from Chengdu, where there have been lockdowns recently. We'll get to the COVID zero policy in a moment, William. But China traders returning from the Golden Week break, and uh, we had a very good rally at the start of last week in global equities, but then Friday's jobs figures sent shares tumbling somewhat. So, how are we expecting to see China reopen after the week-long Golden Week holiday? Yeah, morning, Julian. We expect the China Asia will catch up, you know, rest of the world, you know, when it opening up. But having said that, we believe, you know, before the party congress, you know, trading volume would be on the low level, kind of like the previous two weeks, which is half of the peak of like one one uh, uh, trillion renminbi. But having said that, we are seeing, you know, some managers start accumulating, you know, exposure, you know, like ourselves. And exposure across all sectors, or are we still showing some signs of caution because we are looking ahead, as you mentioned, to the Party Congress and whether or not there's going to be any kind of pivot from Dynamic Zero? Yeah, in terms of um, sectors, you know, we are relatively more positive on the consumer staples, uh, which is, you know, uh, less sensitive to the zero COVID policy. But the key catalyst, of course, would, would be the step of the zero COVID policy. And in specific, we are positive on the white goods manufacturer, you know, despite the uh, lackluster, you know, kind of like consumption. But if you look at the Q3 earnings growth of the some of the white goods manufacturer, they're actually up, you know, uh, about mid 20 percent. And Q4, we're expecting, you know, it continue to go up uh, with lower volume, but the price increase. So consumer staple would be something that uh, is uh, interesting at this point. When you talk about the consumer and, and consumption resumption as well, what kind of positive signs did we see over the Golden Week holiday? Yeah, I think there is mixed message, to be honest. Um, in terms of the total, you know, outbound traffic to other provinces uh, in the Golden Week, actually it's down by 18%, you know, on a year-on-year year basis. But some of the local travel actually is going up, you know, compared to the last holiday, the mid-autumn festival. For example, the theme park ticket was up about, you know, 100%. So I think there are mixed message on the Golden Week. In particular, the main reason is not people not willing to spend. For example, in Chengdu, I'm seeing people lining up in the restaurants. But uh, I think it's because of the policy that people cannot travel outside the provinces. 
Well, tell us about what it's like where you are in Chengdu, because that is a massive province for our global audience and uh, I guess always very well known for tourism too. It's where the pandas are. It was one of the first to get this hard lockdown in this recent uh, lockdown that we've seen over the past couple of months. How are things now on the ground? And if you say consumers are a little wary about spending, what kind of economic growth momentum are you seeing elsewhere? Yes, um, actually, if you look at the data point, for example, in Chengdu, um, the shopping is changed from offline to online. And, you know, local restaurants are packed. And when I speak to people, you know, during the lockdown in the two weeks, they start, you know, cooking at home. And I think the good thing about the policy is, you know, lesson learned. You know, I was in Shanghai when in March lockdown, but, you know, it was like too long for like two, three months. Uh, in Chengdu, two weeks, I think people are still bearable. And uh, after the lockdown, people, you know, go back to eat hot pot and other things. So I believe um, the citizens, the people are looking forward a more clear or short term kind of like COVID, you know, lockdown or policy. Mm. So as we look ahead to the Party Congress, which we've touched on, just wanting to get your thoughts on some of the key uh, economic policies that will be announced and whether or not if we do see a pivot away from COVID zero, which will see the Chinese economy accelerate in 2023, if that's going to be hampered by what's still happening in the real estate sector. Yes, I think there are very uh, three very important key um, indicator or you know points to watch out for the uh, party congress. The first one is who is uh, will be the premier, uh, whether you know he is very pro economy or conservative. I think people are waiting. That is important uh, message number one. Number two, market is expecting a step by step announcement of the civil COVID policy. You know, uh, for example, in three months time, six months time, uh, what are the you know forward looking procedures? So a clarity on the opening up. Uh, number three is uh, at the end of this year. You know, the new premier is going to announce uh, the full year budget for this for next year and we're expecting some you know larger size kind of like physical stimulus those three factors would impact you know the market sentiment and back to the economy we believe the whole year would be around three to three point five and some of the uh, economic activities will pick up in q4 in which you know some of the leading indicator like steel production are already coming you know back up yeah, and we're looking ahead to a little bit of a pickup in potential uh, CPI inflation data, 2 to 3% in September, mainly on higher food prices. When it comes to what we can expect from authorities, though, to support uh, the economy, what kind of moves are you expecting in terms of the one-year interest rate, whether or not it's going to be steady for the rest of the year? Yeah, I think the, uh, uh, you know, a monetary policy has done its part, you know, in Q2 and in Q3 already. We don't expect you know, further, you know, sharp, you know, rate cut. Having said that, we believe the boost would be on the consumption side. If you look at the electric vehicle sales in the previous two, three months, actually it's uh, uh, going up. So we believe there will be more like cash queue point or kind of like personal consumption kind of like supportive measure to uh, jack up the economy. And secondly, I think um, some of the companies are increasing the capex as well. So that would contribute some of the, you know, earnings or GDP in Q4. We're going to be looking very closely at the the one fix as well today. We had 27 days straight prior to the break of the Golden Week holiday of a stronger yuan fix, and we have had some intervention from authorities there too. Uh, How much, I guess, further depreciation do you think that authorities are going to tolerate here? We believe the 7.2 is, uh, you know, recent kind of light barrier. Uh 
Oh, we may have lost William. Okay, we may have lost William. We'll try and get him back. But uh, talking about there, what kind of momentum we're going to see from the PBOC when the Yuan fix resumes today at 9.15 local time. As I mentioned, the PBOC had set a stronger Yuan fix versus the estimate for 27 days straight prior to the break. And the offshore Yuan has strengthened compared to uh, prior to that break as well. The Yuan, though, has been trading near the upper bound of the daily band. No breaching of limits so far. I think we've got William back so 7.2 you were saying William yeah I think the range would be 7 to 7.1 7.2 is the level that the government is at uh, okay, we may we may be having a little bit of trouble with with his line, but we are of course very much looking forward to the reopen of markets in Hong Kong. And our guest this half hour was William Ma, Group CIO at Grow Investment. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way, from design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.